1: Welcome back to Trend Lightly. Brian, how you doing?
2: I'm doing fantastic, Malls. How are you?
1: Dude, this uh, fetish thing I found out about this week is pretty crazy. So did you see the spaghetti video when it went viral?
2: Yeah, I did. And it's insane. And I... So it, you know how I am, and I, just, you know, we don't need to go down this road, but we can talk about. Yeah, the time. you're
1: old. You're bad at the internet. Is no, this what no, this is?
2: no. Oh, food. It's not what it is. Food. Yeah, sort of. The, okay. Remember the time that girl found another apartment inside her her apartment, and yeah. I was I was triggered by all the clutter in her bathroom. This yes. is this is akin to that because it's it's wasting food. It's making a huge mess on purpose with food that someone has to clean up. So yes, I saw the spaghetti on the marble countertop video. Also, marble I think pretty reactive to um acidic acids.
1: Oh yeah, Everything that they do, and there's a couple that I have linked here for you. Josh and Lisa yes. are the names of these domestic terrorists, and they're I disgusting looked into it. So there's all these people that are f- famous on Facebook that you nor I would ever know. No, maybe the person listening to this doesn't know it. Maybe they're familiar with it because they know people in their life that would be interested in this. But this is for mostly people who haven't seen much in their life, I would guess. People who are into this.
2: Um, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's the idiocritization of our society. Like, this is so fucking stupid. And it's such a waste of three minutes of your life. But it's viral. So that means people are seeing it. They're encountering it, they find it interesting or funny or crazy or something, and they share it with other human beings. They go, I want someone else to see this thing that I've just seen because it's so amazing. And that's just sad because it's not amazing or interesting or funny or anything worth even discussing or talking about.
1: Okay, so like let's talk about the idea of people who make these Facebook videos to begin with, right? There's- yeah. Breakout stars in any category. Um, One thing that was really interesting with Vine was that a bunch of really kind of cool alt comedians came from there. Also, we have the David Dobricks of the world that, you know, were flourishing. Then we also have the... (laughs) Then we also have, like, the Jake Paul, Logan Paul, sort of, like, oh, I fell sketch comedy type stuff. Like, the bitches be, like... That really blew up on there.
2: I'm going to go to the Great Wall of China and I'm going to walk into a giant crowd of people and my buddy's going to be there with a camera and I'm going to do the splits. Right. And and it's going to get 10 million views.
1: So like any sort of entertainment out there there's people who are drawn to this sort of thing and on Facebook these things live like crazy one because Facebook has an untraditional system of counting views that's basically rigged I think that this is something that they've been held up this has been held up quite a bit for them in terms of like you have to look at this problem so basically if you even scroll past a Facebook video you're giving it a view so well that's
2: because because you can buy likes on Facebook right like it's not I mean you can buy likes on anything, but their Facebook's upfront about it. They're like, do a campaign and you can get this many likes well, if you give us Well, it's not even know. about
1: likes. It's like so, let's say you have a Facebook video. There's people out there, comedians, uh, preachers, anything that they have their Facebook video up and it counts views anytime someone scrolls past it. So even scroll past it and it starts to play for 5 seconds, it counts as a view. So then what these people can go do is say, hey, I'm the biggest comedian on social media, but really they're just big on Facebook because stupid people share them a lot. Yes. And then people scroll past them. Um, It's just basically, it's a way to like undermine, I would say, almost the YouTube view system, which I think is considered to be the industry standard.
2: Right, good point.
1: But yeah, so these people we're living in an only fans era right like true. if you can't just go out and do that what are ways that you can participate in some sort of like pornography that's legal
2: totally it's that's that's 100 percent what's happening here and it wasn't till i saw these TikToks because i was like what is this it's just stupid right it's it's just a dumb thing and people like dumb things but of course like everything else that happens on the internet There's, someone is jerking off to this.
1: So let's start out with this spaghetti video that went viral. A lot of people were, I mean, honestly, this is sort of a, uh, you have to know to know sort of thing. Like everyone was sharing this just completely outraged at this spaghetti situation that's going on. I'm gonna play you, or we're gonna play a nacho situation after just to get in there. But let's let's play the spaghetti.
2: yeah, because people might not know what this is. So let's let's play it. Right. And everybody's seen it, right? Except except maybe you haven't. So should we describe they're they're pouring and it's malls.
1: I would say most people probably haven't seen it, hopefully. They're pouring yeah, I would, I would like Costco size pregos out onto yeah. the counter. I mean, this is this is like basically, this is the makings of you could feed 200 people at a church with this after a mass, you know, for like $3 yeah. a plate. You feed all the families. You put that towards, I don't know, the priest's rehab or whatever. This yes. is, uh, yeah, It's um starts out with some prego right on the granite. Do you want to start with, I, I know that you have feelings about this.
2: I got a whole bunch of feelings. So one thing that I think is an important detail here is it's a very nice kitchen. Right. It's not it's not my the kitchen in my sad apartment. It is a nice kitchen in a nice home and the counter is marble. And this is 100% might not know OC
1: it. money. This is like very yes. I when I see this I clocked OC right away.
2: Very much so. This could be like Real Housewives of OC, Coto de Casa, maybe somewhere Newport Beach. But this is, these are new money people, but they're using Prego spaghetti sauce, the cheapest spaghetti sauce. Like if you're going to, if, and part of, part of the deal is it's women, right? It's women that are pretty, that are dressed nicely in a nice kitchen. Why not step it up and get the fucking Rayos?
1: Well, because or even I think- Classico. I think that might be part of the appeal is that, like, it's so off brand. So these right. women are, like, you know, upper middle class, well groomed white women with the diamond earrings and the well done nails. Like, this is the type of thing that is gross enough when they're doing it. But if it was like a person that appeared unhygienic in an unhygienic kitchen, yeah. this would be, this would, this would be a nightmare. This is going viral. And by the way, there are I believe they are the originator of a few things that took off over quarantine oh, like the counter nachos. Josh and Lisa? Yes, counter nachos became a thing. Yeah. Where yeah. you pour a bunch of chips on a table, you heat up, you yeah. put um you fill the center with beef I think loose beef. Yes.
3: Yes. And you
1: pour some melted cheese on there. And uh, well, we'll save it for our ultimate task at the end. Cause
2: yeah. Cause I've seen that. And by the way, by the way, that's not nachos. Like if the cheese on your nachos is queso, if it's, if it's um, liquid Velveeta. Yeah. That's not nachos. Nachos are melted cheese. You want to see nachos? Go check out my Guy Guy Fieri's trash can not- nachos recipe. That's okay. how you make nachos. You don't use fucking wet cheese to make nachos.
1: Nacho boss over here. Well, listen, no. I'm not even trying to be classist because, listen, I know so many people are going to be, I love those nachos, blah, blah, blah. You're fine. Love those nachos. Yeah. That's You went to Little League. That's great. You go to a baseball yeah. game, sometimes a movie maybe that hits the spot. You're a little bit of a stony baloney you get the nachos. Oh, yeah. Sure. Never been my move, but I don't respond to cheese in that setting.
2: No, no. I'm, I am mean, I will eat that cheese. And I guess the Dodger Stadium nachos are the are the liquid cheese like that, but that's a whole different thing. You're dipping there. You're, that's a dipping situation. It's a chip and dip that you're doing. And I'll fuck with it. I just don't Pour liquid cheese over chips and tell people I'm giving them notches. Not at home.
1: Not at home. Like the idea of that being at home is what's crazy to me. Like that's, you know, exactly. It's for like a venue. You eat those in an amusement park.
2: Yes. Yes. Movie theater or something. Right. Yeah. Something along those lines. Okay.
1: So they're doing this. I will say that I think this entire thing is racist. Also, there's an aspect of it. Yes, to me there's an aspect to it where maybe it's more maybe it's racist and classist a little bit. Yes,
2: I know what you're saying. But
1: there's like an element to it where if this was not a pretty white woman that that made this look absurd, yeah. Then people wouldn't be in on the bit. And, like, it's just, I think that that's the appeal. Is it's like you're watching this mommy type do something that's so uncool. Like, this, like, PTA mom is fucking up this spaghetti. Yeah. I mean, let's watch it. It's it's just absurd. Let's uh start playing the audio, though, because I feel it's important to... This is actually almost be better in, in a audio medium because yeah, they'll be forced the to focus on the noises.
2: Yes, yeah, that's a really good. Point. Which is
1: when you're masturbating, your eyes crack. are shut, you know.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: And it's fun.
0: It's all just right in front it's of fun. you. It's fun. You don't have to worry about dishes or a mess or anything like that. It's on your countertop. Yeah, this is the this is how it works. But it's all over your counter. And then.
2: The so next hey, countertop- somebody with somebody with with marble countertops, reach out to us uh, on Twitter, somewhere. DM. Doesn't matter. Email. But. Uh, I've There's, never had what?
1: I was just going to say they're somewhat porous, right?
2: Yes, I've never had marble countertops, but it's my understanding that they can be stained very easily by acids, lemon juice, tomato sauce. Right. It's it, they're ruining is this malls Is this like a porno situation where they've where they've rented someone's high-end kitchen or even uh, worse
1: we're getting to the same mental level right now I was thinking the exact same thing we are in stride right now
2: right remember yep. remember that time remember that time we reviewed for mother may sleep with podcast we reviewed the um the KFC uh, Colonel Sanders origin story movie with Mario Lopez of course and we we determined that they rented one location and had it serve as several they rented a big ass house out in Riverside somewhere and they had it serve as the country club as the restaurant they may, they use different rooms for different things that's what's going on here they've they've either rented the house or they've talked somebody they knew into be they're like hey your dad's away next week. Let us come in and shoot a video there. And the and the person doesn't know that they're ruining their countertop.
1: You know what would not surprise me? If they Tell were me. realtors.
2: Oh, my fucking God. Of course they're realtors. Yeah. Josh and Lisa?
1: Josh and Lisa, they gotta be realtors. They gotta is, is, be.
2: Yes. Is there
1: so, anything...
2: More disgusting than a husband-wife real estate team.
1: I just don't. Here's the thing. Listen, I am not one to judge. Just kidding. Of course I am. am. We all listen to this podcast. At the same time, it feels a little, it feels extra, extra. Like it almost feels worse than like a husband and wife comedy writing team, which is like truly cursed. That's cursed energy. Of course. course. That's so cursed. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. I'll play the video you need a meet
1: the balls a meet the balls okay okay <gasps> oh my god the now improv these meatballs. is so bad the improv is so bad can we just address it's, that too? the way that they're talking to each other i don't believe it you don't a, believe a it
2: a meet to balls and all, horrible horrible uh italian accent mocking uh one of the one of the great nationalities
1: Dude, she's gonna do some stolen valor in a bit. I don't think you can call it stolen valor if you claim to be sure Italian, but she's right. doing some stolen valor where she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm Italian." Uh you are, ma'am. If you are Italian, no. they don't claim you.
2: I totally agree with you. So now, now they've poured prego. This is for the audience. They've poured prego all over this marble, and it's by the way, this is this is an, a kitchen island. This is, they're on the island. They've covered the entire island with, with Prego spaghetti sauce. And now they're, they're dumping meatballs into the sauce. And malls, I recognize these meatballs because these are the bag meatballs Mm -hmm. that you buy, that you give to young children to eat. (laughs) Okay. They're they're those, (laughs) they're those spongy microwave meatballs. They're, they're usually made of turkey which turkey can fuck off I mean I'll I'll eat it in a sandwich but a turkey meatball a turkey a, don't even fuck Sometimes with me on turkey bacon lean.
1: Sometimes you got to go mean no, no, no turkey bacon no. is actually supposed less. to be turkey bacon is supposed to be not good for you
2: Yeah cuz it's it has so much sodium to give it flavor so what also, they're doing they now like is
1: like anything they try to force into a shape it's not
2: Yes of course processed They're they're dumping disgusting spongy meatballs. They're the kind of meatballs that would never be in a spaghetti and meatballs. No, they look loose.
1: They look like um when you order um. Well, I wouldn't order this, but like when you're talking to some like gross guy, and like certainly no guy you would hook up with would do this, but maybe his roommate orders. We get some Domino's to the house, right?
2: (sighs) And
1: the roommate goes cheeseburger pizza i'm gonna hit it oh, with some stop. meatballs and i'm gonna hit it stop. with some bacon and it's gonna be a cheeseburger huh. pizza stop um and those little meatballs are yes. so dry they look like yes. cat treats them. that's exactly what yes. they are these are the xl yes. version of the sad meatballs that come you know who would yes. who would uh who by the way is breaking my heart papa john because Papa John <laughs> well, is out here flirting. By the way, Papa John is thirst trapping on TikTok. And I thought he I was mean, supposed to be in some sort of like therapy slash like, you know, rehab slash PR training. Because, you know, I'm trying to date him. I am. Once he's rehabbed, I am trying to date John.
2: So I mean I don't think we've gone wide with this, but you have had dreams
1: I had one dream where he gave me a, a fatherly kiss at an yeah. NFL game
2: because
1: mm-hmm. I was worried I couldn't find my seats.
2: Yeah, he he kissed you, and now that's I turned ran into, into something Papa more.
1: John and he, uh, I ran into him, and I wrapped my arms around him, and he held my head to his chest, and I looked up to thank him, and he gave me a fatherly kiss.
2: I um, I'm being haunted yeah, by
1: Papa John and my dreams he's
2: but now from that dream now you want to date him it started with the fatherly kiss he's
1: rich and i also you know i am a listener of the h3 podcast and i found out that he was dating someone because he got a divorce after the whole you know being fired for being a racist thing and by the way i don't want to date a racist i want to date a reformed papa john and i want to be clear about that
2: No, no, tea was spilled on that. They. I know the tea was
1: spilled on that, Brian. I it was spilled on that, but I don't know if everyone knows it, so I didn't want to like. I didn't want to be like, oh yeah, Papa John's exonerated. Uh, Although I do kind of feel, yeah.
2: I mean, he is he is from Louisville, and he did also recently come out and say that he spent twenty months, um, coaching himself to not ever say the N word again. (laughs) He he went through he went through a he took a journey, a 20 month journey to free himself of that word in his vocabulary. But the thing he got canceled for where he got fired from his own company.
1: It was, no, it was entrapment, dude. Those people, I heard it, it made me sick. Cause it was some guy being like, I really don't care if he just like fucking quits. Like if we just fucking fire him, we throw it out to the press. Like the, it just honestly, it made me sick. It was such dark corporate culture. And I was like, "Well, what did Papa do to deserve right. this? Now maybe Papa has some sort of personality issue we don't sure. know about, and well, there was a reason why. You know, he, maybe a real Chrissy Teigen type. We'll get to that story next." He,
2: he does call himself Papa, so well, that's that's Papa. a concern. He is the Papa. Yeah, yeah, He's, yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's continue let's with the plow video. Plow through. Okay. Oh my! Oh, right
0: in line. Gosh. And you've done this before? Oh, yeah. We do this all the time. This is like holy lies. This the is
2: fastest so way. Cool. fastest way. Get the J- fuck out of here. There's a people. Oh, here they come with Shall the Parm. Parmesan cheese? Yep. You now l- look, look. Is so yeah. Yeah. Uh I buy the I buy the good shaved parmesan at Costco. Same. But when I see them dumping the the powdered hardly any cheese in it parmesan i'm kind of like it's like brings back a childhood memory and i gotta be honest i get a little can you hear this i I feel this my mouth's watering a little bit
1: way dude i know it slaps a little bit right like also um, it does the taste of a ragu uh that brings me back to like cooking for myself as a I guess maybe latch key kid is a lavish version of the terminology. You know, when I used to like make myself breakfast at eight a.m. Yes, and sometimes I'd be like, I'm gonna be eating some spaghetti for breakfast this morning. So ragu hits me real hard. But then sometimes that parm, dude, I can't turn away from it. It's a guilty pleasure for me. Do you want to know what my sickest spaghetti behavior is?
3: I'd love to hear it. It's
1: actually. It's kind of dark. I am a SpaghettiOs hardcore, hardcore SpaghettiOs fan. In fact, there was an embarrassing moment for me when I first moved into my house where I took a picture of myself in my empty bedroom. And one of my friends pointed out to me that the only item in the room with me was a lone can of SpaghettiOs that I had up on a shelf. What? Because I bought a house and I was like, well, I guess my first night in my house, I want to eat SpaghettiOs.
2: Holy fucking shit. That is, I, I appreciate you malls. For sharing that very It's my personal trauma food. It's moment. my
1: tra yeah. it brings me back to like a real place. I can't eat Campbell's chicken noodle anymore because it just tastes like, I don't know, a bomb shelter. But yeah. that SpaghettiO juice when it hits my throat, unbelievable. Um yeah. Uh the the gnarly parm though, you could keep that speaking of bomb shelters. There's no milk in it. There's no nothing. Um,
2: no. What is it? No, it it stays good forever. I don't know what it is, but you know, and you know, you're talking about like being, being young and cooking for yourself. You'd make that spaghetti and then you'd throw it in a Tupperware with, with the sauce and the noodles together and just like kind of mixed up. And then the next day you'd go to reheat it and the sauce has like seeped into the noodles. The noodles have absorbed the sauce. I
1: don't eat. I don't eat like that.
2: Oh, okay. Well, but, I, do, okay, I did. So
1: you did. Okay. So you get the yeah. sock. Then you
2: heat. Then you heat it back up the next day, and you fucking shower it with this cheese powder, and it's like you're not bummed. You're happy. You're really. You're comforted. Did by you that. ever do a little? I'm comforted refresh, by the thought of it.
1: A little refresh on the sauce. A little extra, like yeah, teaspoon yeah. or two, just to get the sauce.
2: Yeah, wet it out, a little reactivated. bit.
1: Reactivated.
2: Yeah, it hasn't all soaked in, but it, some of it has soaked in, but there's still sauce in the thing. There's sauce there, and then you just load it up. You just just cake it with that right. powder cheese, and you're enjoying it. You're loving it. Uh, okay. So wait,
1: can I just point something out? It feels like, so we're yeah. not seeing a lot of Josh in this. Josh does show up on the Facebook page. There was a uh, hilarious prank that was, I guess, going crazy viral for them, where he is, um, it's a prank. And he's doing VR poolside, okay? Oh, my God. And she decides to, I don't know, I guess she plans a romantic dinner for him. And so she and her friends are, like, setting the table for this romantic dinner while he's playing VR feet from them. So the comedy bit, you know, the I love Lucy of it all is that they're passing pies around him while he's doing VR. It's basically he's replacing the, the laser lights that a ninja would dive through. So anytime yes. he's jerking around, they're like, oh, how do we negotiate this wine? He can't know we're setting up this dinner. The, the premise of this skit is very thin. But ultimately, the punchline is that he pushes her into the pool because he's surprised uh, that this was going on. So that's like Josh pulling the weight. One thing I'm noticing about this sketch is that it seems like Lisa's sister's in town, and she has never done one of these videos before. And Lisa is an expert improver at this point, but we've got our sisters just, you know, first day of Improv 101.
2: Yeah, there's there's multiple takes here, definitely. Do you think Josh had to show a condo in Hermosa Beach that day? I honestly. And so he was like,
1: yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Right. Maybe he had to like get his uh license renewed or something. But right. should we skip ahead a little bit to like when things start to get really spicy in this before we hit a little bit of the salsa video? So,
2: okay, let's jump in where they're where they're where they're dumping on the noodles. I would never want my guests to go hungry. Okay, so pile them on up there. Piles of noodles. like that. And at first, at first, you're like, that's not enough noodles, but then they come with more noodles.
1: Right, so there's this like abundance perversion. Where it's yeah, like, right. we've got more. And by the way, I think it would have been fine. It would have been meatball heavy meal. But I feel like the first round of pasta did it. I don't feel like this. Because now you're running out of sauce. Now the prego isn't enough.
2: Well, it's hard to know. And this is why you put the sauce on at the end. Because the, the noodles are on top of the sauce now. So you don't know what the, the sauce ratio. to noodle ratio is here. Yep. it's 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 actually kind of triggering. Oh my God, she's done it on the counter, and now she's got two wooden spoons, and we are wooden. What do you call those? I mean, they have tea. The wooden forks,
1: right? Um, well, I would consider that to be like a salad, like a some sort of yes. like salad tossing device, yes. like those large. I mean, it is in an Italian neighborhood, a Mediterranean area. I yes. like that she is. Sure. Maybe now I am believing she is Italian, but those do also feel like the type of um, like stray utensils a real estate agent would buy.
2: Totally. And you know what? And it's kind of bothersome because they knew they were going to do this. And had they known they were going to do it, they should have gotten those little salad hands with the handles. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. I
1: love those. Actually, you know what? That's exactly what I need next. Those were huge when I was growing up. My mom had a great set of those.
2: Yes, and that it seems like that's it cuz it seems like a little cumbersome to have to kind of do this with these two wooden spoons that she's got. If she had the salad hands, she would whip it all right together very easily.
1: Wait, can I tell you something? Yeah. Speaking of, because I just said my mom had a nice set of those and then I was just instantly Uh remembered something. So I did a podcast today before this one where the host basically like you go through, I guess like sort of like maybe important developmental literature. Okay, her name is Sarah and the podcast um, is called... uh, uh, and what did we learn? T- and what did we learn? Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. She had heard me mention that I grew up uh, finding out about sex through a book slash VHS called Where Did I Come From?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm familiar. And
1: she was like, oh, hey, BTW, like, while I was going over this, this whole f- whole thing feels like a weirdo, like, grooming Book, and I was like, oh, okay. Like, I understood what she meant. Like, probably there was going to be some things I bumped on, but I didn't think it was going to be like, you know, crazy. Yeah. Brian, in this book, they call boobs yeah. titties. What? Titties. They say you can know them by like a lot of different names, like bazongas or titties, but remember what we call them breasts
2: uh i don't i'm Dude, just blown away I was, because this, this is like a, a
1: fucking sex this is how i learned about sex was like and by the way they don't just teach you about sex they're also like oh here's what happens when you get your first boner like this this whole book is off the rails like it's like for kids who asked like hey um how are babies made? Or like, how did the dog get pregnant? And like, they basically are like, oh yeah, here's uh, titties and what happens when you get a boner? Like, it's insane. <sighs> this is how I learned about I, sex. It, am, am I okay? It is, ins-
2: Yeah, it is insane. And is- What is it about certain words that you encounter at a certain age that are just so triggering for you? I have a real hard time and I know this is the clinical name with the with the v word oh vagina yes yeah i never say it i don't it makes me uncomfortable to hear it i don't know what it is something must have happened something imprinted on me at a time at a young age
1: well here's where
2: i have a negative association with that word
1: sadly it's not a pretty name it's not a pretty word it's not a pretty word it also is like so clinical. There was definitely I was in, yes. I felt uncomfortable saying it for a very long time.
2: Yes. The whereas the p word, the p word is a pretty word. It's a nice sounding word. It's a soft word.
1: Yeah, it's also so dirty. Like it, whenever I hear it? a guy say that word, yeah. It's it ha, it leaves it it's something about a guy saying that word is just so dirty to me. But what if a
2: guy says, what if a guy says the V word? That's worse.
1: No, because it's at least like, and like, I feel like I've never heard a guy say it in a way that didn't feel low key derogatory. Like it's either the sexually charged or it's yeah. uh, derogatory, but it's ne- never like a, oh, like here's something completely normal about your P word, right. you know? Right.
2: Right. Right, okay, I got Whereas you. Whereas I feel I like
1: you. with, like, a penis, you can call it a penis uh, in a clinical yeah. way, but for the most yeah. part, I feel like everyone calls it a dick or something adjacent. Dick. Yeah, dick, dick is the go-to, yeah. right?
2: Dick, yeah.
1: L- listen, okay, and by the way, dick is, like, a businessman's name, so, like, that is the- That's my grandpa's name. Yeah, right, exactly. It's yeah. my one of my favorite uncle's names. Okay, listen, yeah. so- this is the whole spaghetti thing. It's a nightmare. Sure. Let's go to the salsa yeah. video from Josh and Lisa. Okay. Because yeah. people are starting to realize once the spaghetti thing goes wide that there's, these people have low-key haunted us for a long time. I believe they were the originators of the Nacho Island. And this is right. maybe, this is, I think, one of their many steps into the Nacho Island. <laughs>
2: Okay, let's let's check this out. And I, I'm assuming you haven't seen the spaghetti video. They just make a big mess. It's just they dump hot pasta noodles on top of it all and they scoop it all together and it's disgusting and dirty.
1: Right, so yeah, and if you guys... They're going
2: to throw it away.
1: I, assume, I assumed you guys... Sorry, I assumed you guys had put it together for some reason. That's what these videos are. Is It's just a nightmare. It's a food nightmare. It's people doing exactly what you wouldn't do with food. And it's so disgusting that maybe some people are getting off on it. We don't know yet. And, and
2: there is there is, you kind of brought this up before, there is sort of a white privilege aspect to it where these disgusting people are ruining people's kitchens and they're throwing away all this food. And every day all of us encounter human beings in our lives that are hungry. Well, okay, so and, imagine this. Yes.
1: Imagine yeah. this is in a what one would perceive to be a dancing on the poverty line to lower 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 middle class aka the way that probably 60% of america lives okay
2: yes and yes. you
1: see someone in a humble home that maybe has different optics like maybe they are just yes. as keep capable of getting a clean counter But they have children. So like there's like, you know, clutter in areas or like maybe things that people could perceive as dirty. We have to remember these people are doing this in what looks like an empty home. They're trying to sell this home when they're not spreading spaghetti everywhere and ruining the counters. So like- Yeah,
2: Uh, no, it's a different, it would feel different. Yeah. It would feel a lot different. It
1: would feel different. And it would also feel like I, I feel like because we expect- wealthy white people to be this wasteful it doesn't yes. feel like as much of a sin as it really is whereas I feel like if you saw someone who was uh you know you perceive them to be from a lower earning demographic from someone who's you know poverty level yeah. you would be yeah. like this is insane you're just trying to get famous on the internet You're only doing this to get famous, but when you look at this, you don't think, oh, they're trying to get famous, because you're like, oh, they're rich. Why would they need to get famous?
2: That's a really good point. It's so layered. Yeah. Okay, let's watch them make nachos. Same counter. They're dumping paste picante sauce. Salsa. Chunky. That's really cool. Chunky and... Stuff. look i haven't had this paste salsa in probably 30 years and i noticed they fucked up and got the green mild they should have gone for at uh, the very least the yet the yellow medium mm. yeah the yellow medium is the pace to get i haven't had it in a long time and again and much like the powdered parmesan cheese from their last video i, I kind of want some some tostitos or whatever grocery store chips and a big jar of this salsa and I want to fuck it up for dinner Let me tonight. tell you That's about my real
1: life, Brian Beckner. This is about yeah. to happen yeah. to me. So I got to go yeah. gluten-free. It is what it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm flirting with probably having to go get a full-blown test done, but yeah. I'll be real with you. Anytime I don't eat gluten, I feel better. I have some rice chips coming to the house probably next, yeah. I don't know, 45 minutes or so I might have to hop yeah. off to address the chips. But I have some yeah. Lundberg rice chips. I've had a jar of Tostitos salsa rotting yeah. away in my fridge for last month that I'm dying. I'm going to deep throat really that so salsa as soon as we get yeah. off of this.
2: Are you gonna now the Tostitos Tostitos jar is a dippable jar. So if you're like me, you're gonna be just going straight out of the jar until that shit starts getting on your fingers. And then you're like, hey. Why didn't I fucking put this shit in a bowl in the first place? Well, you know, like, me. why did I go this whole time?
1: I'm the portion no. control queen. We talked about All this right. on Stereo. Small plate. Okay, like yeah. small plates. Yes. I fuck with the ramekin. So I'm probably yes. going to put that shit into a ramekin. But salsa is the one thing in the universe you don't have to portion control. You can like eat, you know, it's yeah. 25 cals for it's, a serving yeah, it's of no salsa. Calories. Unbelievable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why aren't we just you, you, drinking salsa? You can salsa? portion out
2: the chips. Yes, exactly.
1: Heart. It's uh, for heart stuff, also acid reflux. That's why we're not eating yes. salsa like that.
2: I get it. I understand. Uh, okay, let's play.
1: Oh, Just the whole container. So,
0: do you know that, like, charcuterie boards are kind of going out of style? Right.
1: They're not that fancy anymore. No, and when your friends come over... Wait... The fact, are they calling charcuterie chuggy?
2: They are. They are.
1: That is absolutely, first of all, yes. Charcuterie boards, I guess, made it to middle America. I'm sure they were always there, but there's been this huge renaissance. I think a lot of people just found out about charcuterie boards over quarantine. A lot of people can't say the word.
3: Right. Charcuterie.
1: Meat and and cheese board. Charcuterie. That's fine. Meat and cheese board. But... Like when you're putting like crack, like you know just like Cracker Barrel squares out with the Ritz cracker, yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. Of course,
1: yeah. that's gonna be over sooner. That might be a little bit chewy, but nothing like a little prosciutto, a yeah. little brie, oh, a nice come on, a nice uh, seeded cracker. That's never going out of yes. style. Are you kidding me? Some little-
2: some Dijon, some uh, some local honey,
1: cornichon,
2: Want three cheeses. Three cheeses? Oh, oh You fuck. put a cornish on it? Dude,
1: I am in with the Armenians, okay? They let me go to their grocery store, and I say let me because I know that there's people that they don't give a pleasant experience. Last time I went to the Armenian grocery store, you know what happened? What? The girl kept talking to her, me, in an Armenian, and I was just, like, nodding, and I was, like, you know, doing whatever, going through the motions, and then she, like, said yeah. something to me, and I was like, uh... And she kept saying it over and over again. And she goes, "She thought oh, you were Armenian." I'm sorry, I thought you were Armenian. And can I tell you? Yeah. I hate to That's say it. Feeling. It was an amazing feeling. Same thing as when oh, I right. lived in Koreatown. Finally, you're in. Someone goes, thought, "Oh, uh, how Korean are you?" Or something like to well, that effect. Oh, well, Like you're Korean, I, right?
2: I, I go to I go to one liquor store occasionally to get. To get my lotto tickets when it's like four hundred million or whatever it is, like it's right now. Don't don't judge me. And every time I go in there, they speak Spanish to me. You buy they're lottery not, they're, tickets? They, I don't, I don't like regularly, but if I drive by and see that it's like hundreds of millions of dollars, I have a Christmas go, idea Why?
1: for your girlfriend. Tell her to reach out to me. Scratchers? No, way better. Okay. Annual ticket. There's rumors that you guys are going to stereo together. Annual lottery ticket. Lo- my mom used to get them for my stepdad for Christmas. You buy an annual lottery ticket. So you pick the numbers. Yeah. And you buy. I, and this just, is what they do for mass lottery. I don't know if they do this for Cali lottery or not. But you get a slight discount yeah. for buying basically a $1 ticket for every day of the year. So every time yeah. the lottery is pulled, you your numbers. So like my mom would do like, you know a number from her birthday and a number from my birthday right. and like whatever yeah. right so i'm saying yeah. i'm thinking you got an annual lottery ticket i'll go i'll well, go no cuz i
2: don't i feel like a loser when i if i play and it's you know it's like 20 dollars million cuz no one wins the lottery by the way it's your odds of winning the lottery are almost exactly the same whether or not you buy a ticket take a minute to process that right but so it's a stupid thing to do, but it costs $2 Can I tell and you though, if I see it,
1: you should yeah. never win the lottery. You are like one of the, you're on a short list of people that I would say this person should never win the lottery. Cause I don't think, it, Oh no! I think it would ruin your life.
2: No, it wouldn't. But here's why I'm old. I don't need a lot. i am not, I'm past my drug years. That's the
1: mentality that's going to get you in trouble.
2: I don't need, I don't, I don't um, covet luxury items.
1: No, but that's the mentality that's going to get you in trouble because people are going to be like, well, he doesn't do drugs. He doesn't need that. Like, go eat him up. Why can't he pay for your minivan? He can't that's buy true. you a fucking minivan. He doesn't do drugs. Oh, he I'll doesn't bu- buy designer I'll pros. buy everybody a minivan. Right? <laughs> I know. Me too. I'll, b- I'll buy
2: everybody Dude, a I'd
1: be hosed yeah, in a course. year. I absolutely. Elon just fleeced me. So. Oh, it, yeah, yes. We're not talking about that loser anymore. Okay, so let's go back no. to Salsa. Oh, wait, so you guys were getting your lottery ticket. You, They think you are yeah. what?
2: Oh, they speak to me in Spanish. Every time I go in there, they speak, they'll speak, they speak English to whoever's in front of me. And then when I get to the line, they speak to me in Spanish every time. And it's all, all different people that work there.
1: So they definitely... They pick up on your emoji vibes. Guys, we were dialing in on something on stereo that I think is interesting, and I want to know what you guys think. So my friend Brian Beckner, co-host of this show, obviously rounds up, and we haven't discussed this particular theory. This is what I was thinking today.
2: Rounds up. When it
1: comes to emojis, when you are, are between shades, I say you round down. I say you go with the lighter emoji versus the darker emoji because it's safer. But when you, I, tr- I try to rounds, play accurate. He, he rounds up.
2: Yeah. I have announced that as a, as a bit for this podcast. I will go to Sephora. No,
1: I told you Okay, first of all, this was my idea and I told you you should yes. not do this because it's going to be yes. blackface and I'm not going out <laughs> like this. No. I told you we I, should shade a match your we should shade match your emoji, not your stereo yes. emoji. I'm talking about the emoji you go loose with in the in the text, okay?
2: So there's only 5 skin tones on the on but the But you emoji round down. Palette. This is
1: my theory is that you round down. You do not round up. And this might be your Larry Davidism of the day. Like truly the fact that you think you round up on emoji color is insane.
2: No, I go for accuracy. No, but you are I go are for not, the thing. You
1: are not even that close looks... to that. If you, if you took a foundation that matched that emoji and put it on your face, you would be arrested.
2: That's why what, that's what I'm saying we go to Sephora and we get my actual skin tone color. From the Sephora palette. But how is that going the, to affect the to...
1: emoji? No, what we need to do is yeah. we need to get the yeah. emoji color matched. And then we need to do, yeah. I'm going to say a side-by-side on your hand. I refuse to let you touch that to your face because I know it is way too fucking dark. We are 13 <laughs> okay. episodes in. I'm not Let's getting canceled. I'm trying to be Oprah over here. I'm trying to build a household <laughs> brand. I'm not getting fucking canceled over you doing blackface yes. over an emoji <sighs> argument. Which, by the way you should round down if you guys agree with me shout out are you team round up or team round down on emoji because i think that you go down i'm also not i'm fully asian on emoji it's like they have me with the palest skin and the darkest hair i that's and i accept it i say okay then if i'm if i have the asian emoji then i'm asian but i'm not gonna go darker
2: I'll do I'll do a side by side for the trend Lightly Instagram okay. between my but actual face way, and my Okay. But by the way, go emoji. in the
1: fucking sunlight. Yeah. Go in the sunlight when you take the picture. Don't do some dark bedroom shit where uh, everyone's going to know that you're lying. So just do whatever you want. Oh, no, actually, just, whatever I know, I'm actually do whatever you want. I know, I'm going to go and everyone will know you're a I'm going to go
2: in the light that makes me look the fucking best and the youngest. Okay. You think I'm going to go in some dark ass room? No,
1: I think you're going to pull some shit to be like, "Hey no, guys." No. All right.
2: Well, I'm going to get a ring light. I'm gonna light this face up. This is my money okay. maker. Oh no, don't you do a that, you ring think- light
1: because it's gonna bring out. You're gonna bring out some tones. You're gonna hit it with some warm tones or some cool tones. <laughs> you need to go out into the goddamn sun, golden hour. I will.
2: Yes, 5 p.m., 6 p.m. Golden hour. Get your daughter so out as the there as the sun is your setting. Ta-
1: your teenage yeah. daughter taking photos of you so that you can prove yes. your emoji status. Which, by the way, I feel. You know, I'm just saying, you know, you do have an important role in passing that down to your kids and accept an acceptance of,
2: oh, they know they that. need to, they r- what to do. round they, down. Yeah, they know what to do. They're they're in the culture. OK, okay are we still watching the salsa thing?
1: Okay, so I guess let's just skip over the salsa thing. It's all a mess. It's all the same thing. So let's go to this girl, okay. Allie Baggett. She comes out on TikTok. Oh, my God.
2: Hold on. I never watched the whole salsa thing. I just, I just skipped ahead to the end. There's They basically make a seven-layer seven layer dip on the counter. Right. There's black beans. Unbelievable. Okay, go on. What's the next well, thing? Well,
1: I felt like there was also some real, like, uh questionable commentary around when she put jalapenos in. Oh, really? Because she did, really She wanna... has a jalapeno carrot mix, which one knows, yeah. you know, is popular in SoCal. You roll up on a taco oh, joint, they're going to have dude, a carrot jalapeno you mix. Know I'm gonna,
2: you, you know I'm going to take a fucking bucket of that when I go in. And, I'm going to get a bucket of that shit and I warm up with it and I'll put it on my chip when I'm doing a little chips and salsa. I'll do a little carrot jalapeno onion from the mix with the chip and salsa all in one bite. I'll do that several times. And
1: they're being a little cunty about the carrot presents. And I was like, girl, you should be so lucky as to have some fucking carrot presents.
2: Yeah. Where are you from? Okay. Well, now I got to play it. I need
1: to eat this. And then.
2: Oh, here it is. Oh, wow.
1: So this This is for your spicy friends. This is for my spicy friends. Spicy friends. This is for my spicy friends. That's illegal what they just said. They should meet you outside of Sephora with the cops.
2: Holy this shit! This is for, this my, is for spicy my spicy friends.
1: friends.
2: Yep. Uh, they, they don't. They don't have any spicy friends. By the way,
1: that's going to be uh, absolutely something that we do in the last segment of the show. This is for my spicy friends. That's going into the uh, thing at r- the end. Right. I
2: have another one here too. Okay. Uh, hold on. Let me let me let her finish. Cool though.
1: And guess wow. what the last ingredient is. What
4: is a chip dip without? 100%.
2: Yeah, I mean, I white people. Oh my god, she put her hand in the sour cream. First of all, white people love sour cream. It's the it's the number one white condiment on Mexican food. Well, you food. would know as a mostly and
1: white person, wouldn't you? It,
2: and she goes all in and this is the fetish aspect of it that we're talking about. She goes on she starts dumping it and it dumps out very easily, but instead she puts her disgusting Fingers and fingernails. I didn't see her wash her hands. No. Right in the fucking sour cream. That's what that's because somebody's somebody's getting hard for oh, that. We also somebody's gonna ejaculate to that moment.
1: Lisa doesn't have any friends coming over.
2: No. She she doesn't have any spicy friends. So
1: Allie Baggett is a TikToker who broke loose with this theory on the app, saying that these videos, you yeah. know, they go crazy viral on Facebook, but They're probably serving some sort of fetish, and I agree. It's some sort of clean porn. Yeah. It's it is it's a very it's one of these fetishes that like you'd be so lucky to have stumbled upon a fetish like this if you are, you know, looking to make some quick cash and shameless. Yes. This is exactly what yeah. you're going for. So, uh let's go through her fetish theory. Um I have five parts here. Everything will be linked in the description, so the salsa video, anything like that, we didn't get to see. Don't worry, it's available.
2: You want me to start with number 1? Yeah.
0: Videos fulfill
4: a very specific um fetish. ADHD alley pointed out a certain kind of video which she believes are
2: So we should point out that they can't say the word fetish because I think that gets you banned or down. You know what do they call that when you it gets can't see you them?
1: Shadow banned. Shadow um, banned. Yeah. I yeah, it gets you shadow banned. So they have to like skate around words like fetish by saying fetish. fetish we're later going to hear yeah. yeah some more of that okay
4: these are edish fay videos that's pig latin anyway i unintentionally stumbled across one of these videos when i tried to recreate the waffle iron pizza oh boy did the comments let me know <laughs> and yes it does seem like an edish fay type of video especially with the skin gloves it was also pointed out to me that she is a part of rick lax's group who spams facebook and yep, there she is on his Facebook banner picture. I think this style of video was more popular on Facebook but now it's spilling over into TikTok. I took a couple hours and investigated Banana U2's TikTok page. I'm they right. have a very...
1: I'm Oops. Okay, so basically yep. what she's saying is that these people are part of a collective, so this is like uh, yep. the way that Team 10 exists, right? But these are, are adult white people in their mid to late 30s who are part of a collective that are producing essentially some form of porn fetish 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 material and they all they do all these people do are they're so in tune with the Facebook algorithm so they know that there's some type of guy out there some type of person out there who gets off on this and they're mass producing this content
2: yeah, they're they're putting this out there for the BTKs of the world.
1: Right. Because
2: that's who gets off to this right. kind of shit. And it's once you know that once you know what's going on here the like before I'm like, "Oh, these are stupid." Now, once you realize what's going on, these videos are so fucking dirty. Dark.
1: Dude, they are Yes, they're basically dirty. snuff films. Yeah, they're- Filthy. Yes. But here's the thing, right? Filthy. As much as I watch them and I as much as I understand that there's something going on here that's like sexual or titillating or whatever, I don't know what it is.
2: Me either. I can't I that's can't dial thing.
1: in on it. So let's yeah. go through all these like little clips and see if we can figure it out. Because as much as I watch, maybe the two of us, I feel like the two of us can figure it out together.
0: During Women's History Month, come explore what feminism means to you with nonfiction storytelling podcast Thread the Needle. I'm your host Donna Shill. I'll use my background in journalism to dive into topics that matter to women today. Listen to Thread the Needle wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's watch this next one.
0: You can fit all the chicken on there. So some of those like big kahunas, you know, that you get um, in the package, um, you just you have to like use your hands to get them. You know, all
1: down. Yes. Do you see that juice?
0: You guys know these weird Facebook videos, right? Where the girl is always really nicely manicured and she's always playing food and it gets everywhere. Now this is a very tame example, but I've seen some where they're literally sticking their whole hand in a jar of frosting to like ice a cake. I'm fully convinced and you cannot convince me otherwise. That these videos fulfill a very specific, um, furtish, fet, fear, fet,
4: fet. Mm-hmm. We get it. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that or not. Who knows with this freaking app these days?
0: But I will never not believe that those videos are filling a very specific niche for some guy who's super into manicures and food.
2: So that's one thing. That's one takeaway I got from that one because that's the one where they're like skewering chicken they're like they're like taking raw chicken breasts and they're like sliding them down this I don't even know what it was it's like this I don't even know how to describe it it's like this aluminum sort of like bent rod and she's pushing them down with both hands she's like stacking pieces of chicken and it kind of like gave me the the dude that's real into feet type of vibes
1: right like maybe the fleshy material is yes. okay. okay that is actually real serial killer shit where they're like okay let me engage yeah. with you as i pierce through this fleshy material
2: yes yeah like they they really like that her hands are like pressing down on the chicken there's something there's something there to it okay let's watch the next one Oh, this one's disgusting. Banana Loves
4: You Too has had a TikTok account since 2019, but there's a huge gap in her videos, and we don't start seeing the Eddish face style of video come out until March of 2021. So let me just show you some clips from her very first one in that style. I, take, no, it. J- okay, I get, take it. Just take just, it. There's people around. Just, I all over myself. Okay. Give me oh, my. Stuff now okay. Oh, my God. There's
1: so many people. Yeah, there's
3: there's so many piece. people. Yeah, there is. We got to check.
4: She does that a lot, where she'll want you to think the situation is real, but obviously it's contrived. Another thing you'll see is the hype man, the person behind the camera, way too excited about whatever is going on. I want to see how that works. Okay. Go out, do it. Yep. You have to really push hard. Well, let me see. Let me see if it's coming out. It is. Wow. See?
0: More Nutella. Yeah. See how fluffy that yeah, is? Yeah. Yeah, more
4: of it. More. more of it. Oh my God. Yeah. So it's like. Slice it down the middle. Slice it down the middle. Slice it right down the middle here. Wow. Banana loves you, too. Okay. I
2: had a TikTok. That was, I like that she pointed out the hype man aspect where the husband or the boyfriend or the partner. The
1: person, too, was doing it, being like, oh, yeah, wait, are you sure? Because that was one thing I heard. I kept hearing uh, the person I've cast as a sister kept saying, like, are you sure? And I was like, are you sure is such a uh, it's such a uh, teenage phrase, you know, like, are you sure? Like, ooh. and it's
2: it's it's so porny. It's like those POV porns where the husband's filming it and he's fucking talking way too much. Like it's the same vibe as that where you're like. Who is this person? Why won't he shut the fuck up? Like, just let her make her fucking nachos or chicken or whatever. But that's part of it for the people that get off it's on also, this. It's like, need... the
1: humiliation because, like, she's yes. checking in with someone being like, oh, my God, is everyone looking at me? Like, that, yes. that feeds into it because he says yes, and someone at home's like, oh, God, I love it when people look at her out in public the dirtiness of it yes because it's like the excess because it's like gluttony right so it's like oh i love this gluttony it's uh playing into maybe the feeder aspect maybe it's hot because they're slender and conventionally attractive well manicured well groomed hygienic like i that's the thing that i cannot drive home enough is that these women are highly manicured and highly hygienic looking
2: so hear me out is it does this play in to the whole like girl next door but freak behind closed doors the the uh, the the madonna and the whore complex that some men have that they're looking that they're seeing this woman who's very who's generally very put together. She's wearing a sweater, she has jewelry on, she's her hair's done. She looks nice, but she looks she looks very proper. She could be a soccer mom, she could be a realtor, she could work at the bank. But then she's doing something and it's kind of gross what she's well, doing. One
1: thing I want to drive home is something that these women all have in common and i i hate for this to sound judgmental because i am one of these women myself but like there's they all give a severe childless vibe and it's
2: yes they do they all have this sort of like you know i never
1: had kids i never did that thing And it's almost like getting to watch the confident chick next door who didn't decide to have kids choose to burden herself. Yeah. Because, like, why would you do this? This is a humiliation that is meant for a mom that has to uh, provide for, like, a kindergarten class. This is not the humiliation that your average childless woman uh, who's married at 35, 40 does this is like it's very niche and i think that sense too also maybe it's possible that these women tap into the demo of like the milf thing but uh just have childless energy maybe that's possible but i don't know yeah i don't know if-
2: i know i get i i think you're you're on something there because they do vibe that way they don't vibe that they're family women
1: right yeah yeah, they all have masculine want, energy, like myself.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. No, you have I masculine do. have
1: masculine energy. energy.
2: Oh, okay. Um, do you want to? Do you want to move on from that? Or, are we buttoning well, that we, up?
1: Or uh, let's play. Um, I think. Yeah, I think we need to do one more of these. The I think number four. Okay, is
2: let's, good. let's. Okay, Wait, let's play let number four. Sure. Is this the one where they? Wait, is it? Is it make the, the punch?
1: Sherbert? Yeah. Let me.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, this is, is the one we this have to because
2: Number four? Number five. Number five. So um, this kind of gets into the dough bricky, vlogosphere, vininess vibe that they have because it's very much, they're doing a prank. They're doing something disgusting, but they're also pranking people here. And it's really vile. And I think these but people should be in prison. But also
1: Pinterest-adjacent. Like, this is like still for as disgusting as it is. We have to remember this has, uh, this has the levity of being a pretty craft for as disgusting as it is.
2: Okay, yeah, I, yes, I get what you're saying. Okay, let's see what, uh, let's play this one.
0: All right, all right, all right. Y'all been asking me for this one, and like. This one is so obviously fake, Perfect.
2: and it's so obviously like a. Oh, you already emptied this. They're for the audience. They're at a toilet, and they've filled the bowl of the toilet with ice and a couple gallons of rainbow sherbet. Sherbet, sherbet.
1: Sherbet. I say sherbet, but also this is a duet. So Allie is well. Sherbet and sherbet are two different things. They are. I think maybe. But Mind so blown. this is Allie, yeah. the girl who figured out that this is a fetish, right? She's the uh, name behind it all. She's duetting this these people making a toilet bowl punch. They filled a toilet yeah. bowl with ice, and now they're hitting it with some gallons of frozen sorbet. Yeah.
2: Disgusting.
1: This yeah, is empty great. That part. Sour candy.
4: Just She's a doing an upper-decker with a Hawaiian spray. fruit punch and Sprite. Yeah. Upper-decker. I don't know what an upper-decker is. Urban Dictionary is your friend. Replace this. Replace the lid. Okay. That's important. Oh, here we go. Oh, wow. So it starts. Oh, look, it is. It's filling up. Wow. The fuck
2: is this? Gummy worms. And then they put in the, the tank was empty, right? So they filled the tank with some kind of liquid, like Hawaiian punch or something. Yeah.
1: And we have this and guy then, going, then when it's f- filling up.
2: Yeah, then they flush and the Hawaiian punch runs into the bowl as if you couldn't have just poured it on top. But you, you know, for the theatrics I'm of it. The
1: yeah. I'm yeah? just grabbing the sides of my head because like, I feel like they definitely, do they have this hooked up to plumbing? This is another thing that makes me feel like no. they're realtors because like, who else would yeah. know about just a prop toilet like this?
2: No, this is, I'm getting a lot of Tariq and Christina flip or flop vibes from these homes that they're in. Yeah, because. There's something, they have access. Because
1: like, in my mind, I always say like, my mom just broke into real estate, right? And she's in this like age in her life where she's like having a real renaissance period. And I told her. her.
2: That sounds amazing. You have to like, you
1: know, in in order to like get listings or whatever, you have to put yourself out there, right? People have to know that you are someone who does this. When I said when I said that, I was never telling my mom to fill a toilet with Sherbet and Hawaiian Punch. (laughs) Like I never said like a a way to get listings is to, you know, make a punch in a toilet bowl I never said that so this is like interesting to me because I feel like some people they're like how do we get involved I think this content guy probably had them selling valuable like they went from wanting to sell real estate to now they just make porn for this guy with gummy worms and spaghetti
2: yeah it's more lucrative right they don't they don't need to do all the paperwork they don't have to hustle they don't have to do those open houses and bake cookies and the whole I will sell this house today, like Annette Benning from American Beauty. Like this is they just shoot this, they put it on the internet, and they and they're monetized and they're cash in so, checks. You know they got an OnlyFans. One thing
1: I want to say, no, well this is the thing, is like the The point I kind of want to wrap up here is that there's so many adult entertainers, right, and sex workers who have been making money on OnlyFans, et cetera, over this pandemic. I feel like what we're going to see from the fallout of that not maybe panning out for 99% of people who signed up for that and are now facing the real world effects, I've started to see comments online from people who got up in the pandemic sex work of it all and are now starting to see those effects um this is a that. way mm-hmm. to engage in that industry in a way that let's say a lawyer slid a folder across a table to you and said do you want to tell me what yeah. was going on in these videos on facebook yes you could say no they're wacky food videos they're just food videos they're just silly food yeah. videos right but yeah if you pr- and you can promote this anywhere this can be on any platform this speaks to like um a big thing on YouTube back in the day, which they had to crack down on, and this is why uh, they took comments away from a lot of family YouTubers, is because they started doing these Elsa versus Spider-Man fetish role plays, and they yeah. would show up on kids' YouTube because uh, it's children's figures, right? So this is a way right. to like bypass all the censors, but still be servicing a unique crowd.
2: Unbelievable. Okay, let's let it play.
1: Uh, go ahead and just get that in there, get some ice in the
2: pine. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, yeah, Love it. Yeah, yeah. So they're they've put it in those little guy plastic guy. champagne glasses, wine glasses.
4: And that million dollar house. <gasps> oh my god. We're so the luggage that so makes shit on your counter with oh, our hands. I the so I made it.
2: All right, all right. So they served everybody at the party punch out of the Punchbowl. And the, and I would say that the crowd reaction was so fake as to convey that they knew it was fake. I think that's part of the, the dirtiness of it is that everybody's in. Yeah. On-
1: Cause everyone's happily drinking this toilet water. Yeah, it's like
2: I wouldn't like if crazy. I, not even knowing that came out of the uh, t- toilet. If you came to me with this fucking pink, f- f- fizzy, mel-
1: you don't like a melted gummy worm in your beverage no. at a party, Brian? Yeah, with with
2: with ice cream in it. And you're <laughs> like, here, have some punch. I'd be like, oh, no, thank no, you. No,
1: <laughs> for sure. That's a hard no. Thank you. No, thanks. <laughs> for sure. Yeah,
2: I'm out on I'm that. I'm just going to
1: have a water. I'm out that's, on that. Yeah, that's when you have a water.
2: So malls, yes. Big. One of the biggest stories this week, the one of the biggest trending situations that I saw, was someone who we've talked about in recent weeks quite a bit on this show. We can't
1: escape her like i was trying to not talk about people consecutively on episodes Yes, some stories do draw us and obviously we ignore a lot of stories like world issues we can't even begin to tap into that on here right now we're just talking about like
3: no things that
1: are moving the needle in uh this space and i have to say i'm shocked
2: yes this has always been my problem with Chrissy Teigen is that, and I think I've talked about it. I know I've talked about it publicly quite a bit. I think I might've mentioned it on this show as well. I never agreed. I never signed up. I never raised my hand. I never, I never filled out one of those little raffle cards that you put in the, in the car, in the mall. I never Signed up for daily updates on Chrissy Teigen and what she's up to. And yet, I'm constantly bombarded with her hilarious Twitter feed and her, the, can you believe she said this? She's a model and she's so outrageous and she's married to John Legend. And did you know they fucked at the White House? I don't fucking care. I've never cared. I've never been interested, and yet all of my days are filled with more and more Chrissy Teigen information. Well,
1: hopefully not for much longer. So for anyone who... I think
2: think that's going away. This
1: is starting to wrap up, I think, for old Teague. (laughs) And this is honestly, it's very telling that this even got to this point. So basically, if anyone doesn't know, of all people to take Chrissy Teigen down was someone that I've stand... Literally, since the moment she stepped into the public's vision, I have supported this young woman. I am not surprised by what she has been capable of. Now, listen, do I take any sort of delight in the quote-unquote downfall of no. Chrissy Teigen? No. Uh, Chrissy follows me on I Twitter. Do. Okay? Uh, I'm in. No, what? I think she follows a lot yeah. of people on Twitter. Um, But any all sure. that all that is to say, listen... Courtney Stodden is someone I've been a fan of since day one. She is the, of course, child bride of Green Mile actor Doug Hutchinson. Her parents basically sold her off to Doug Hutchinson when she was 16 years old. Um, He is a... Mm
2: -hmm. He was 50.
1: ...C-list actor. He was 51 years old. She was 16. Uh, They had a very crazy up-and-down relationship. Obviously, this guy is a groomer and a gnarly dude. So she comes out in a Daily Beast article saying that Chrissy Teigen was bullying her for years. Um, And I think those, like, tweets have surfaced where she's like, you know, hey, Courtney, like, kill yourself, whatever. But what we found out and what I think really moved the needle on this story was that she was also privately DMing. Courtney Stodden. Now, when this happened, it was 10 years ago. Chrissy Teigen probably would have been about 25 at the time. And I did so much edgelord shit in my 20s that it's really difficult for me to fully be like, no, absolutely not. I would never do that. I will say I don't think I ever told, maybe while I shat on certain children, not that I can even think of, but I'm going to give myself some grace there. I have no memory of a place in my life when I would have ever told a child to kill themselves let alone directly. So this is like I mean I think we can all pretty much universally agree that this was a no-go.
2: Yeah, and it it was it was beyond cuz it wasn't like a flippant, "Oh, go kill yourself, bitch," or "She's a stupid bitch," or whatever. It was a, it was a campaign. Of hatred.
1: It's one thing to go ham on the timeline. Like, I used to tweet Donald on yes. every day for years, telling him that I wanted to- About his tiny teeth? No, I wanted to write a- I had a TV pitch in mind for him that was just a joke pitch called Perfectly Faison. It's basically like the Mighty Ducks, but he's a lawyer uh, that has to, like, go back and teach kids how to, like, you know, get out of potential trouble. The lawyers? Yeah.
3: Oh. Uh-huh. So
1: perfectly phase on, I was pitching him on the regular. Um, now, that's fun because it's not really, it's not, it's whatever. You can tweet at people it's, and it's not a big deal. It's not deal. mean. It's not, a, it's not mean. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Robert Herjavec, who I have been mean to, I called him a little bitch. Oh, I've yeah. said very cruel yeah. things about Rob Robert Herjavec. I, never t- I might have told him yes. to kill himself, but I would have never DM'd privately a billionaire and said, hey, why don't you kill yourself?
2: It's also a different dynamic. You're punching up malls. You're punching up in both situations. You're not punching down. And that is that is what bulliedom is. Therein lies the you, difference. You, uh, by definition, are not able to bully Robert Herchevik, who's a, who's a very short, very rich white man. You can't. So, it's just, you can't. But
1: if you KFC, you can play both sides of the aisle, right? You can punch up right. to Tiger Woods and then punch down to old malls.
2: Exactly, So exactly. Chrissy Teigen and, oh, yes. writes an
1: apology. And we've done some apology analysis on this show before. Should we anal- analogize or analyze this apology really quickly?
2: Um, yeah, do you want me to? So here's the first tweet. Not, not, not a lot of people are lucky enough to be held accountable for all their past bullshit in front of an entire world. I'm mortified and sad at who I used to be. I was an insecure, attention-seeking troll. I am ashamed and completely embarrassed at my behavior. But that is nothing compared to how I made Courtney feel. Well, you did make it all about you. I mean, the entire first tweet was about yourself. Oh, my
1: God. Not a lot of people are lucky enough to be held accountable for all of their past bullshit in front of the entire world. The most passive-aggressive way to start an apology to a young girl you told to kill herself. Like, as a mother, I would think we could come in with a better intro, but we can't act like this is the first time Chrissy has been called to the podium to make a statement about what she has done. Like this is Chrissy's regularly called up to the front to d- explain what she did to the class. So this is where I, I fall with her being dropped from Macy's and Target, where she has very lucrative partnership deals. She's been dropped by both yeah. of these people. Target was quick to act, Huge. you know, in relation to Macy's, who I believe let go probably due to the pressures of the last couple days. Brian, I'm going to say it. This is not her being canceled yeah. for what she did to Courtney Stodden. Although I am so happy that Courtney will have the glory of being that person in Wikipedia history, um, right? This is because she pissed off someone at Target, and they were waiting for the next opportunity to her for her to fuck up. That's has to be yeah, what her, happened.
2: Her, her cookware probably wasn't selling, and she's. And I've heard this from many people. She was probably difficult to You've deal heard with this from people. And yeah, I've heard it. Do more podcasts. And it wasn't worth it to her, to them, to continue this relationship. It just wasn't. It looked bad for them, and it was an easy out. They weren't. They weren't looking to salvage the relationship. Take, for instance, another big, someone that puts their name on a lot of products. Say the Olsen Twins. Right. They are such a big brand that whoever carries their target, I don't know where they sell their stuff, but whoever carries their lines, their endorsed products. When
1: Mary-Kate went to rehab for... Pills or whatever or even when maybe she was tied to the murder yes. of heath ledger the suicide of heath ledger yes. well, they did not pull I mean, the maid did call her yeah first. they did not yeah. pull her from walmart right um
2: no she walmart she's she they're too big they're just it's too much of a cash cow it's just it matters too much when every sponsor dropped tiger, tiger woods Nike hung in there. Yes. Because they knew.
1: So that was the point I was going to make too. And I I don't know about Kmart with Martha. Maybe they rejoined her on the other side. But I feel like there are brands throughout history where they will say, okay, we're going to – no, we stick by this person despite that. And they did that with – I mean, listen, there was been pressures on dropping Chrissy for years. I would say most notably Pizzagate. So we feel like, okay – these people probably at Target, they lean left if they're like getting all these sure. letters from people who think that she drinks Adrena Chrome in with Epstein right. on the, you know, by the way, speaking of Epstein, that's our next story. But yeah, it's um the Chrissy thing is, is uh, honestly, it's surprising. And I hope that for at least three weeks, Chrissy can stay off this podcast because she's been um between you know our jump our first episode i think she quit twitter rejoined twitter it's it's a lot. Yeah. so let's move on to
2: she can't stay out of the she she's going to be around she can't she's addicted Another to it. One of she needs this Epstein's attention Epstein's
1: alleged uh bedfellows bill gates
2: interesting malls i mean this is Dude, uh, i need to know
1: you hit, does bill you gates that? fuck yeah, yeah that burped. was a party burp because Bill Gates turned yeah. up. He is fucked up. Okay, ready? So I didn't. I yeah. always yeah. assumed that it was just a lot of propaganda. It was a lot of movement around this man for no reason. He's just, he's so brilliant. How could you not assume that he's up to something, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't, he's so um, meek. And that's, you know, a lot of times that's why these guys come off like that with his sweaters. You know, he's always wearing all those sweaters. And I figure, oh, he must be cold. He's, you know, these pussy guys are real cold all day. uh, Yeah,
1: Mr. Rogers benefit of the doubt.
2: Yeah, I I don't know. I just didn't, I never really thought much of him. And then when he was getting a divorce, the last thing I thought was that it was because... He needed it so bad that he needed that he was he was sexing strays left and right. He had, now we're learning he was forced out of his chairmanship at Microsoft because he he was tr- trying to hump the girls around the office. He's a, he's a horny old man. I know Bill it's Gates. It's so
1: disappointing too because I know that he was you know mm. very obviously very close with his wife Melinda. I was going to say he's very close with his wife, obviously. I did not know that she was sniffing around in terms of potentially a divorce. This is what the QAnon people have been waiting for. And sadly, this is the thing that's not, this is where they're going to be wrong. Because they thought this was going to be a Feds uh, swooping in arresting everyone no it turns out that this wife finds out that he has a creepy association with Jeffrey Epstein she starts sniffing around for a divorce she's thinking about leaving him she's probably known about his affairs and uh transgressions throughout the years um it's just it's it's uh it's kind of crazy that ultimately Part of that is true about him. It's just sadly not going to go the way the QAnon people wanted. We, I don't think we're stuffed full of microchips. You're definitely not because no. you're anti-vax.
2: Right. I'm not anti-vax, but I'm, I haven't been chipped by Bill Gates, and I haven't done any sex with him, but I imagine we're going to hear from people that have boned Bill.
1: I know. And by the way, I know we'll never die, because I don't know that he's like a predator the way that like Harvey Weinstein was but I was tortured for like right. maybe a year and a half about the state of his penis because you remember when in court they revealed that he had a a situation downstairs that looked like melted yeah. candle yeah. and I yeah. you know as a, a person who moves about the world um but is also a very curious you know insatiable type. I am insatiable when it comes to knowledge. I wouldn't have been able yes. to sleep at night if I hadn't known what happened to Harvey Weinstein's penis. I swear to God, yeah. if this goes to court, if something that he did goes to court, and we find out about his penis and we don't find out after the fact, like if this guy doesn't go to jail, which he probably won't because he has money unlike Harvey Weinstein could ever imagine, we'll never yeah. know about his penis if there's something weird or wrong with it. No offense to deformed <sighs> penis people.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's anything weird or wrong with it. I picture it being real pink, and uh, having not not quite Peyronie's disease level curvature. Oh, but he's got it's got, it's got like the banana cut, up uncut situation that some girls like.
1: Cut, uncut.
2: Oh, he's cut. Bill Gates he's definitely is cut. cut. Where's he from? Oh, he's definitely okay. cut, hundred percent. I I could I I would be stunned to learn that Bill Gates 6. was intact. I just I cannot that's what picture you're
1: reading? it. No,
2: oh, that's I pretty think good 5. size. 5. No, I'm cut. thinking he's like in the four. cut. I'm thinking like four. I'm thinking like four point eight five.
1: No, that's tiny. Cut. Come on, that's micro territory.
2: It's not no micros like but two Bill's inches. But Bill's still like,
1: serving something. Come on, four. You think four? so? Like
2: in the fives. Well, actually, average you know what? size. Now I feel. Yeah. I don't
1: know his background.
2: I think average is like five and a quarter, so I could put him right in there. Five and a quarter, cut, very pink, curved up. Five and
1: up. a half, hard. Yeah. Oh, rough. So. I found us a little uh, fan fiction.
2: Malls, are you a size queen?
1: I'm not a size queen. I just like am. I've realized over my adult life that I must be attracted to people with larger than average penises BDE. because I not right. even BDE. Like that's once in a you know that's once in a blue moon you find a BDE running yeah. around. But I would say for the most right. part, yeah, I would say for whatever you just said, small
2: for. Four point yeah, that's that's below Paltry. average, that's below so, average. Four point okay. eight
1: five. I found a little uh fan fiction. You called it. You said malls. We got to do a fanfic. You sent me some Wattpad links. I go to my fave archive of our own. I feel like the weird yeah. shit lives on archive of our own. The very uh sincere shit lives on Wattpad. But yeah. I found this good,
2: good point. You're well. You you're the expert. Found
1: this piece called Untitled. In parentheses, Bill slash Steve Stockholm syndrome, by yeah R R S Adele R Adele? R Sadel my favorite writer.
2: Oh no, R Sad L.
1: Oh, okay.
2: What do you think? Maybe R Saddle could be.
1: Let's get into this. I'm going to start reading it to you. Because we've got some okay. we've got a, a a juicy thing to wrap this up with. Okay. Okay. Here's how it begins. It was disconcerting at first and frightening. The way that Steve did everything for him. Steve dressed him, undressed him, fed him, bathed him. Sponge baths at first and real showers when Bill started to get used to it. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. What is it? You, you... Can Enunciate, please.
1: And real showers. Once, when Bill started to get used to it all, and cleaned him up. When Bill gave him, when Bill gave up hope of Steve ever letting him use the bathroom to relieve him.
2: Wow, it starts off strong. A lot of times, these things are like recipes where they build up, there's just a lot of shit at the beginning before you get to the fucking. This one gets right to the dirty stuff. (laughs) All
1: right, all right, oh my God, okay. Steve fucked him, too. That was almost worse than everything else put together. It wasn't his choice, but Steve made it so good for him after a while that he started to get hard at the first brush of Steve's fingers against his ass. Honey, I can't.
3: Okay,
1: okay. After a while, though, he started to like all of it. I'm Patty Hurst he thought when he first realized that <laughs> it,
2: mm-hmm. He's captive. Mhm.
1: <laughs> he had he had a, a sudden image of himself in a bank with a gun. It sent him into hysterics. He cried and screamed and Steve came in to comfort him. That wasn't what he wanted. <laughs> he wanted out of this Stockholm syndrome hell. Steve wrapped his arms around him and whispered softly to him, something soothing and meaningless. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Sounds about right.
1: Bill struggled against it, fighting not to accept the comfort. Steve pressed him down against the bed, pressing him deep into the mattress with his weight. Stop it, he said, brushing Mm -hmm. Bill's hair back from his forehead. This is Steve Jobs. Uh, Steve Jobs doing this. Of course. Stop it, he said, brushing Bill's hair back from his forehead. Stop it. He he kissed Bill's cheeks softly. You're okay. No, Bill struggled trying to get away from Steve. No. But Steve only pressed down harder. He He grabbed Bill's wrists and held them down against the bed while the rest of his body held Bill's bodies down. Bill's body down.
2: I mean, this is kind of hot. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah. Steve crooned. Yes, yes. Of course you're okay. He started to kiss Bill, pressing his lips against as much of Bill's skin as he could reach un- around Bill's twisting. You're with me. I'll take care of you, Bill. You don't have to worry anymore. No, Bill protested, but weakly as Steve let go of his hands mm-hmm. and began to stroke he his now always naked body. <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm. hot he makes He's him naked keeps all the his,
1: time and he can't relieve himself yeah he
2: keeps his sub naked yeah. <laughs> yeah and this is i'm picturing this well i mean steve jobs was obviously a dom i mean anybody could tell and i'm picturing him in his light colored dad jeans and his of course black turtleneck and his new balance but i'm picturing him as the hot Michael Fassbender, Steve Jobs, with and Mike Michael Fassbender. We know he's dicked up because he's shown us before. So it kind of like it makes it a hotter story. I think absolutely. Yes, Steve's mouth began to follow the path of his hands. Yes, he said, <laughs> sucking at Bill's neck hard enough to leave a bruise. Yes, he said. Biting Bill's shoulder. You know he's kind of got hairy shoulders. He's got those hairy old man shoulders. For sure. Yes.
1: Yeah, he has like white swimmer man. Yes, totally.
2: Like you know he swims. Totally, 100%. Yes, he said. Licking the sharp points of Bill's nipples. (laughs) Yes, he said. Mm -hmm. Dragging his lips down, down Bill's chest. Yes, he said wrapping his lips around Bill's cock. Yes, Bill finally said, faintly, yes, and then stronger as Steve's mouth and tongue began to work on him. Yes, until he was nearly shouting it on the edge of orgasm. Yes, Steve said, his mouth full of Bill's cock. And that really did make Bill scream. I don't feel like Bill's, whatever Bill's got down there has ever been described as a cock. Usually you got, you're pretty dicked up if you're calling it a cock.
1: No, not even Melinda called it that. No,
2: never. Steve, Bill half sobbed, half moaned. Yes, yes, Steve said, touching Bill gently now. He moved back up Bill's body and shared the taste on his tongue with a deep kiss, ew. Is that better? He asked between <laughs> kisses. Are you okay now? Bill made a small whimpering sound in the back of his throat, and Steve chuckled. I know what else you want, Steve purred. Stay still and I'll let you have it. He lifted himself off Bill slowly, making sure Bill wasn't going to move. He moved again, dragging his cock all the way up
1: Oh my Bill's god body
2: to- Jesus
1: Christ.
2: He's gonna mouth fuck him, Malls.
1: Call. Call the Pope.
2: That's a good boy. Oh, that's a good boy. Steve crooned as he pushed his cock between Bill's lips. You're so good. He brushed his hands over Bill's face. You're such a good boy. He pressed one finger into Bill's mouth beside his cock. Good Bill, good. And Bill really was very good. Once he'd stopped resisting so much, Steve had taught him to suck cock. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my god He had been delighted oh my god.
2: At how fast Bill caught on His breathing began to lose rhythm And while he continued to touch Bill's face He lost his ability to speak <laughs> Bill was very good He didn't choke when Steve came even on his back with Steve's <laughs> cock halfway down his throat. Well, that would be hard not to choke for my, I'm guessing. <laughs> Steve stayed where he was while Bill treated his cock to soft swipes of his tongue. You're so good, he said.
1: That's just When he could speak. I you. am revolted. Oh my
2: God. He slowly drew his cock out of Bill's mouth. That was what you wanted, wasn't it? He crooned. We're overusing the word crooned no. here
1: crooned yes. oh my god like it's Frank Sinatra Exactly. wait that should be one of our things is realistic Bill Gates nipples being suckled by Frank Sinatra okay
2: Steve rewarded him with a oh no he read that already Uh oh Steve rewarded him with a deep kiss good boy he stroked Bill's cheek no more panicking now Ew. he procured cuffs from the bedside table now hold on procured makes it sound like you had ran out to the store and, and got them. You don't procure from the table. You just take them. He snapped them around Bill's wrists and attached them to the hooks on the wall. Oh, he's got a sex dungeon. Just a reminder. He soothed.
1: Well, where do you think he was being cast? Like no offense, but like context clues. Yeah. Oh, right.
2: (laughs) He bent and trail. Well, I mean, no, you know where he was? He's like at one of, um, he, you know, um, Deus Ex Machina the movie Ex Machina?
1: Yeah, of course. The,
2: um, um that's where they that's where they do their dirty sex, is that like layers that are like out in the Norwegian countryside. He turned out the light when he left. Bill was with nothing, left with nothing to see, nothing to hear but his own breath. Oh, because Bill's a gimp. Nothing to taste but the last drops of Steve in his mouth nothing to feel but the cuffs on his wrist and the air across his skin steve came back to some indeterminable oh wait steve came back some indeterminable time later with a candle in one hand and a plate in the other he kept the plate above bill's line of sight
1: oh my but god he put the, this is this
2: is hot spiritual. No, this is so hot but he put the candle on the table steve knelt on the bed careful to keep from touching Bill's body. Were you good? Bill couldn't hide the adoration in his eyes. He hoped the low lighting would do it for him. Yes. Steve's lips curved into a smile. Good boy. He brushed his finger against Bill's lips. Open your mouth. Bill's lips parted. Such a good boy. Steve crooned again with the crooning. He pressed his finger in and let Bill suck on it. When he took his finger away, he pulled Bill's mouth open. He pushed something else into it. Something that was fleshy and soft. Bill bit down and flesh and juice flooded (laughs) his mouth. Bill! Peach. It was sweet and juicy and he welcomed the return of sensation. This is called after caramels. The other half of the piece went into Steve's <laughs> mouth. Steve's mouth. He ate it with the same look he had the, in the last moment before he came. He let the juice run down his fingers and wrist. And when he bit disgusting. down on the next piece, he bent down and fed it to Bill in a kiss.
1: No, that's disgusting. Wait. Oh, no, 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 Bill took in the fruit and tried to deepen the kiss, but Steve, okay, wait, actually, yeah, Steve Jobs and Bill Gates uh, kissing a peach, that's definitely a, that's definitely a prompt for our next Food bit. sex. Greedy, greedy, he admonished. Please, Bill's plea slipped out. Steve placed a soft kiss on the edge of Bill's mouth. Open, he commanded. He pushed the fruit and fingers between Bill's open lips. Oh my, the fingers! A small sound escaped from Bill's throat as he sucked the juice and fruit from Steve's fingers. More, he pleaded when Steve took them away. Steve smiled down at him. Yes, more. He chose another slice of peach from the plate. He bit into it. And took half for himself before pushing the other half in a bill's mouth. And that's the final that's that's it. It's, I mean this is listen,
2: the hottest one we've done.
1: Yeah I'm a little I'm a little uh I'm blushing yeah. <laughs> but yeah I never saw call me by your name. Neither did I. And I know there's a peach involved in that.
2: Oh, so this is some chalamet is Army it... Hammer thing. But
1: I'm wondering, I so I think that like in Call Me by Your Name, and I yeah, might be wrong here, because yeah. I tried to look it up because I was like, just give me the spoiler. I'm not gonna watch this fucking yes,
2: movie. Me either.
1: Um I think Army Hammer jizzed in the peach, Jesus. and then Timothy Chalamet ate Disgusting. it. Like he was using the peach as a fleshlight.
2: Disgusting.
1: God. Maybe I wound up on the wrong side of Tumblr once again, oh. but it, I will say that yeah, I believe that's what happened. So. God. This brings us all to our Maul's finale. Trigger
2: warning. Jesus Christ.
1: Oh. Oh, what you never like? You never did that. No.
2: I've never fucked a peach. I've never eaten a peach that's been fucked. I don't incorporate food into my sex play.
1: It does feel uh, inappropriate.
2: Yes, it's disgusting.
1: It's inappropriate for family. Yeah. Okay, so I saw this week that everyone who bought a t-shirt from this t-shirt company is starting to get their t-shirts back. Oh yeah. This is something that popped up over quarantine. Yeah. It's a shirt, it's a shirt. It's a website called Nice Shirt Thanks.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm going to be honest with you. Do I think we're going to get uh an email saying that we're being deposed in a class action lawsuit from the artists that work for Nice Shirt Thanks probably.
3: Oh, let's hope. So- from my
1: understanding, this is a website and I'm going to I'm going to patronize this website for two reasons. One, because we're going to be Oprah. And I did ask you, you know, when we first started this podcast, I said, give me 12 weeks to like really bust your balls. And like to say, you know, malls world, malls rules. Don't worry, I'm going to try my best. Yeah. We've built up as much as we could. Yeah. Now I'm thinking, let's go into this next phase. Okay. Nice shirt, thanks. The way it works is you send them a description of a shirt you want. You sign up. You say, I want a long sleeve. Mm -hmm. I want a customizable shirt. You can even send them a picture. Like, let's say you wanted to have your dad incorporated the picture. You could send them a picture of your dad, and they will use that art of his face, and they'll put it into the image you want. So this is highly customizable. They also have a long sleeve white T-shirt. Um, the average, the, the regular standard order that I'm seeing a lot of people pull on this. And I want to also get your, there's a reason why I'm, I'm dragging this out. I want to get your gauge on this. So the customizable, the average customizable shirt comes in your standard range of sizes, but we're going to order, I think maybe four shirts based off of various things that we've talked about today. Yes. Because the app, the, the website works like this. You send them a little blurb like, hey, I want like an an example I gave to Nicole earlier, my producer. I said, you know, like gathering of the juggalos, but they're all chipmunks, right? You can send them something like that and they will send you this shirt that an artist has done. Now, they work with artists. From my understanding, these artists make like $5, $10 a shirt tops. Mm -hmm. They're probably very underpaid. When I was a freelancer, this is exactly the kind of thing I would have done. I would have bled for this website. It's a good gig. So we have to pick our size T-shirts that we order. Are we thinking the safe... Place if we give away two of these odd two of these t-shirts to our audience, maybe three, maybe all four. Yeah. If we give these away, should we go with XL, two XL? Should we do some large, some XL? I would say. What should we do? I would say
2: two large, two XL. Or, or.
1: Two large, two XL is a good call because I like to get a large and then have the um, tailor fit it to me. I
2: wear a large, but. I feel like I'm on the smaller end of most guys' t-shirts. You could, But some some guys are skinny and they wear a medium. So you could do, and also the ladies, you could do a medium, two larges, and an XL. I, th- I think you couldn't go wrong. Either two larges, two XLs, or one medium, two larges, one XL.
1: Okay, so we'll do a little variety pack. Yeah. Okay. So... We have to come up with descriptions from the stories we talked about today. We can also, I think, pull from canon. And so I was almost thinking canon, meaning what we talk about in this podcast. Yes. I, my first suggestion is white claws making out golden tea cottage core style, no words.
2: Oh, okay. So that's that's the description. You would give them and then see what they come up with.
1: That's what, it, yeah. yeah. So we give them that description yeah. and we see what they come I up like with that. from that.
2: I like that a lot. So
1: I like that because it's, we're giving them basically our motto, right? right? Yeah. Take with that, what you go, we like White Claws, we like making out golden tea. score yep. I like because it's like a a uh, nod to Taylor Swift. Oh yeah,
2: I didn't get that reference. Cottage core. Cottage score.
1: Cottage core, core is what like what you call like, you know, those girls that, uh,
2: that love T-Swift.
1: you know, those those girls that like are very quaint in their uh, cabin. Right. And they they like like lace and knit and mm-hmm, yeah. they like to knit. They like crossword puzzles. Yes.
2: Yeah. That's cottage core. Got you. I got you.
1: Okay, so we're gonna do that. Just to that's the telly shirt. Okay. Okay. So another idea from this episode. Yeah. We got to do something. Um, we got to do something like a food spread across a chest.
3: Yeah.
1: Or should we do? Well, I mean, like, what's the Tegan of it all? Should we do Courtney Stodden? Beating Chrissy Teigen In Celebrity wrestling
2: What it Well I don't know I don't know how gross we, I don't know where we want to go But we could I don't know I'm, I'm be-
1: No I mean go Go crazy Say it
2: We could have Courtney Stodden In an evocative Pose With her legs open on a marble countertop, with an entire spaghetti meal laid out between her legs, and Chrissy Teigen, with her hands tied behind her back, eating her way toward Courtney Stodden and her open legs.
1: Okay, so at the I can promise you, it won't do that because it's going to be yeah. difficult to see. If I can fill it, at the very least, I can probably get us Courtney Stodden open-legged on a marble tabletop with spaghetti yeah. meal between her legs. I mean that, I can yes. probably get us yeah. that. Spaghetti meal could, I love, could, by the could, way. Yeah,
2: spaghetti meal. Could we also, could we maybe get Eddish Faye incorporated somehow?
1: Okay, caption. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Okay. Or? Okay, Courtney yeah. Stodden sp- okay, sp- uh spread. I'm trying to get down yeah spread do you think EAG is uh do you think if I said spread EAG, people would know what I I mean oh
2: man just e-a-g spread EAG.
1: yeah spread spread eeg I don't think so because on on marble counter because
2: these are going to be mar these are going to be bangladeshi just graphic design no
1: they're not these are these are like uh two white boys in Ohio in their baseball. oh
2: okay then yeah
1: yeah spread okay yeah. so uh, maybe i'll get the extra ease so okay courtney stodden spread eagle on marble counter with spaghetti yeah between legs yeah uh what's the caption you wanted to do again Ed, oh oh um fay yeah. <laughs> et uh fetish okay E T. I S H. Uh Faye. Yeah. Okay. We could also
2: go with okay. loose beef, Courtney but that's a little Stodden. too grass.
1: Courtney Sodden spread eagle on marble counter was spaghetti between legs, Amazing. eddish Fay. Amazing. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Okay. So I'm adding that yeah. to the cart. Okay. Oh wait. Okay. So I guess apparently mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to use I'm gonna have to put these all in tomorrow because they can only take a certain amount of orders per day. Oh, okay. So, but, I'm gonna put these in tomorrow. Okay. And by the way, I'm gonna have them shipped to you because now that I know you have uh office hours, yeah. you can fully you can fully mail things out. Yeah, okay, so <clears throat> what if we do Bill Gates and Steve Jobs competing? No, wait, okay, okay. Bill Gates versus Steve Jobs, yeah. in peach eating contest.
2: Oh, I like that.
1: Caption, this is for my spicy friends.
2: Oh, that's good. Yeah, I like that. I also like uh, I also like Last Drops of Steve.
1: Okay, wait, Last Drops of Steve vaguely threatening cuz yeah, we can add yeah. in a uh
2: Well, can they can, can Bill Gates can we can you put ball gag in there
1: okay Steve Jobs with peach ball gag
2: yes
1: <laughs> yes but Bill Gates would have the
2: peach ball gag
1: okay 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 Steve Jobs putting peach ball gag on bill okay yeah. putting fastening yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Peach ball gag. This is this is the fun of the writers' room. To so Bill Gates. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Steve Jobs fastening peach ball gag to. Uh. Wait. Peach. Should I fruit peach? Should I say peach fruit? Because I want to make sure that we don't get a peach. Ball gag. Oh, peach colored. That's no. It's like just peach in color.
2: Yeah, I think they would know.
1: Steve Jobs fastening peach fruit ball gag to Bill Gates. Last drops of Steve. Amazing. Aggressive? Amazing. Okay. Okay, so then we needed this is for my spicy friends. So I'm thinking for this is for my spicy friends. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. This is for my spicy friends. So, what if we do um, a man being rejected from Sephora for a racist color match? Oh yeah. Then, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just
2: kidding. No, I like it. I like it.
1: What about okay? Guy using emoji.
2: Uh huh.
1: Too dark for his skin tone. Right.
2: Rounds. Rounds up.
1: Phone, or, or uh, this is for my spicy friends.
2: This is for my sp- spicy friends, a.k.a. never round up.
1: No, okay. I think just this is for my spicy friends because it's loaded it is it really way, is right? yeah because he's saying i'm reaching out i'm doing like the way you do you oh. know like i'm incre- increasing my melanin and this emoji i don't know what do you mean the way you i know do you're one of my spicy the way friends, i do the way you do
2: the way i do yeah
1: <clears throat> i color match it's well, just what i've witnessed
2: yeah i color match i'll make I a
1: color match
2: i'll, I'll do a side by side on the trend lately once I can get a golden Okay, hour so we've shot.
1: got three. We've got Courtney Stodden spread okay, no, and then we also got White Claws making out golden tea, cottage core style, yeah. no words. Yeah. Basement bar. Okay. Uh, this- oh yeah, we should have uh, I mean we should have them make a uh a basement bar tea. But wait, okay. So we got White Claws making out golden tea, cottage core style, no words. So that's just gonna be all art. Yeah. Then we've got Courtney Stodden, spread eagle on a marble counter with spaghetti between her legs. Edish Fay. Eddish Fay. Then we do we want like I wish we could say like uh, add in a style here, but we're running low on characters. Yeah. Okay. Steve Jobs fastening peach ball gag to Steve to Bill Gates. Last drops of Steve. Yeah. Aggressive. Yeah. <clears throat> Guy using emoji too dark for his skin tone, this is for my spicy friends. Oh my I'm telling God. you that last it's that last one. one's going to get it rejected. You think so? Um, I hope not. Yeah. I mean, listen, so when these t-shirts come, of course, we're going to photograph them. We're going to put them up on our Instagram. We'll probably be talking about them for as long as this podcast goes. But Definitely. we're going to be giving away at least two of them to you guys. I'm going to be doing varying sizes. So we'll have like, you know, one two x one large we'll figure it out but we're going to order a variety i'm going to send them to brian brian will send them to you uh and this is going to be great you guys thank you for listening to trend lightly this was a a longer episode but i'm thrilled about it fun very fun all right um we'll be on Stereo today at noon if you're listening to this today it came out if not we'll be there on Friday. Tune in and become a super sure- become
2: a super fan of both of us so that you can get your your questions played first.
1: Yes, please. And then also we are um going to be I forgot what I was going to say before S- Stereo. Cut off.
2: Trend lightly after show. I don't know. I was
1: going to say something. I said stereo after show. Then I was going to say something, and then you jumped in. What was I going to say? Mm-hmm. What was I going to say? Stereo after show two. Uh Listen, just be following us. Yeah. We're going to keep being here. Yes. And, we'll talk you guys
2: and now we all set to go. Miles and Brian is hosting the show. Trend,
1: trend, trend,
2: like me. Giving you the stories that you need to see. And you know the same old TMZ. Thank you for listening to Trend Lightly, a Solid Listen podcast.
1: If you like the show, subscribe and leave us a review. You can find segments that didn't make it to air, as well as ad-free versions of our episodes on Patreon.com slash Solid Listen.
2: Find us on Twitter and Instagram under Trend Lightly Pod. Send us submissions and feedback at trendlightlypod at gmail.com. And thank you to Why Not Johnsveld and Bradley Sona for our music.